Please, speak freely. Welcome to the podcast of Boba Fett, the Explosion Network's after show, breaking down, discussing, reviewing each and every episode of the Disney Plus original series, The Book of Boba Fett. My name is Dylan Blight and joining me, Ashley Holby. Hey, Dylan, excited to be here and excited to go back to the Sonic Pit. We mm. need to go back. Do we, though? No, um, no. This week's episode, <laughs> chapter four. The fuck, hold on. I forgot to write it down. I have it on my phone. It's something. Do it live. It's fine. It's right here. I don't need to stop. The Gathering Storm. That's what it was. Chapter four The Gathering Storm. Director Kevin Tatcherowan. Tatcherowan. Written by John Favreau. Um, I didn't know who this person was, though. IMDb. Director of the Fame Remake. Director of Mortal Kombat Rebirth. Director of Glee 3D Concert. Director of several episodes of Agents of Shield, sixteen in fact. A uh, couple of things, three episodes of Flash, episode of Titans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Three episodes of Arrow. So a bunch of TV work recently. Yep. Um, synopsis. There was one. Boba Fett partners with Fennec Shand. Got him. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on this week's episode? Uh, it was solid. I think. That's the best way to describe it. Uh, obviously, you know, the main focus of the episode was a massive flashback again. Uh, kind of, <laughs> kind of in a, going in the direction we said, hey, it would be really cool if the series ends this way. No, that's where they went. It, it starts with uh, him finding Fennec. I really need to go back and watch that episode of The Mandalorian, I think, because I don't didn't understand where the the flares came from. Was that a thing during that episode? I don't. I don't know what that was supposed to be unless it was just supposed to be ships or like the bikes or like general shooting or I can't remember. I was yeah. like, whatever. Yeah, I think one thing I found funny is they made sure to include quickly that one shot from the after credits. They quickly like cut that in for literally a second. Yep. So there it is. It all fits. Uh, yeah. So we get to see how he saves Phoenix Shands by you know taking it to a mod shop and like replacing all the innards. Uh yeah, and they get we get to see the beginnings of the relationship, the the partnership. It was fine, you know. I don't know why he just didn't take out Bib Fortuna then, if it would if that was his goal all along. It it seems like a bit of a ramp up in his like the Tuscans all get murdered and he's like, Hey, I'm gonna take over from Bib Fortuna. That's it. There's not much of a correlation between one and two. I understand him wanting to kill the whatever the biker yes. gang. That, that was very sense. anticlimactic. Yeah, it was anticlimactic, but like the that was I was like, yeah, that makes sense. He's got like this big attachment. Especially when Fennec specifically says she doesn't believe that those biker gangs took out them by themselves. Yeah, and there was like what ten of them. Yeah, it's like, don't you want to like question them or something? You know. Mm. Because I'm sure it's probably the parks behind everything. That would make more sense. Yeah. In the long run. But yeah, then we, you know, back to the present and, you know, we get more like Don Crime Lord kind of activities as he builds up. Getting ready for this war against the parks. But yeah, it was fine. 
uh, yeah. What do you think? I think it's my least favorite episode of the the series so far. It's just very like I didn't really care for any of it. Like, all, like it's not to say that it was bad. It was just the whole time I'm watching it, I'm going, this could have been. I, I honestly could have taken all of this in a five to ten minute condensed There was a lot of sequence. why being asked yeah, during like, this episode. Why do I need to? I was like, why do I need to see all this? Like, ultimately, what does showing me all of this help me get out of Boba or Fennec as a character? And the conclusion I came to is... You realize that much? Yeah, like... He likes Panthers now, and we get to see, I guess the payoff is you get to see that Fennec chooses to stay with her, uh, stay with him out of choice, even though I guess this whole time we've been presuming she was doing it because he'd done something such major for her, which was, I guess, saving her life. But technically her debt was paid, so you get to see that she chooses to stay, which is the main bit, I guess. But otherwise, like... The whole saving, I can I can't even remember its new name now. Fire spray, I think is the new fire spray. Yep. Yeah. Which is the first time they've said it in the show, even though it's yep. been on. Fire spray is like the, the type of ship. Yeah. So yeah. Um, he hasn't renamed it. They just whatever. never say the name. Yeah. No. Just which is a whole thing that people get upset about. But I really hope there is a scene. He's like, listen, I'm. It used to be called this, but uh, now that I think about it, that's very insensitive, and uh, I mean, I'm just going to call it the fire spray now. Just call it the one. The one. Call it Neo. Jetly. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like how your mind went to that. <laughs> I'm like, Matrix? More recent, maybe? The one came out in like 2001, I think, so... I don't know, maybe Disney owns the one. Who, who did I don't one? know, who put it out? I have no idea. I mean, I know it's a movie. Here you go. Random trivia, everyone. We're about to find out who distributed Jet Li's The One. It was Sony. So. Rip. At least Sony has something. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, ultimately... Delroy was, Lindo was in that. Jason Statham. Yeah, sorry. Don't you remember? Yeah, I know Jason Statham. Yeah. I mean, Delroy Lindo, I can't remember, but... Jason Statham, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's something I'm begging to rewatch, but <laughs> add it to the list of possible opportunities, I guess, at some point this year. Um yeah, ultimately I was just like the I guess I don't know. The hot, the opening sequence saving Fennec. You get to see so I, here's another person I had to Google, this Steven Thundercat Br- Bruner. I didn't know who this person was, Thundercat artist. Grammy Award winning te- uh, with Kendrick Lamar. Has bassist. worked with Kendrick Lamar a lot. Bassist. Right. That's who that person was. Who performed the major surgery yep. operation. Uh, body modification. I guess. Uh, the cyberpunk mm. thing. The music that played during that whole sequence. Very weird to listen to during a Star Wars show. Yeah. It's very very futuristic. Which is weird for a show that takes place in the time long, long ago. Yeah, it's 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 during the past. Right, so. Seems very you know, very club electro. Hmm. It's very weird. So it's like there's obviously the first time they'd shown up last week. 
the body mod people or whatever. Yes. I was like, this is a bit weird. Cyberpunk bit stuff. Cyberpunk is but, shit. But yeah, then with the music this week, that whole sequence, I was like, it still feels weird. I'm not against it. Like in Star Wars, yeah. I'm like, fine. I think, I think John Favreau like played through the start of Cyberpunk and was like, yes, I want to add this to Star Wars. Maybe. So. Or he just watched Blade Runner recently or something. I don't know. That too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've all... Oh, a lot of these characters before have had body modifications and that kind of stuff. Specifically Luke with his hand and stuff, so. That's true. I guess there's like, it's just the Star Wars. It's like building upon what they you'd previously seen in Star Wars in a way that's like, hey, people are choosing to do purposeful mods that aren't just, hey, I lost a hand, I need a new one. Hey, I, my half my body got burnt to a crisp, I need this giant suit to live. Hey... I'm so Guerrero and I need like mechanical legs. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's just, it's like a choice. Mm. More, which does fit more in line with cyberpunk themes of body mod for choices. So yep. that was a weird thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. What was your, what, what stands out? Like what would be your favorite sequence then in an episode that I feel like was mostly, I feel like has one cool sequence. I guess them. But, Taking the fire spray out, I guess. Rescuing the fire spray. You know, uh, Fennec gets to pull off some cool action moves. Uh, you know, she gets to show how good shot, good a shot she is. Like, taking out almost all of Bib Fortuna's guards by herself. Also, we got that robot, which was a weird scene. That whole scene, again, that's another thing where I'm like, I'm watching that going, Why? Yeah. Like, you know why? why? The One, they're going to sell that robot, the chef robot. They're going to sell sell the little. I I call it the Skippy robot. <laughs> it looks like little. What that thing? Did you see that thing in the present day when they're having the dinner? Yes, it's on the floor there at some stage, so it gets turned back on. So yeah, there's your connectivity there. Um, as for the other thing, I already looked on Twitter just before, and of course, everyone's already making like, oh, it's General Grievous's cousin, or like, you know. <laughs> that's good. Got him. Good job, everyone. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, I didn't... That whole sequence I was, like, pretty met on of then seeing Fennec, Fennec actually do some actual fighting moves. Yeah. But otherwise, I was, like, pet, like, the whole sneaking sequence, you don't really see much stealth. And then they yeah. have the whole weird kitchen thing. It's like, okay, don't know why this is a thing. Like, watching Boba, like, chase around this droid for a minute... I was like, why? And also yeah. the fact that when it walks in, um, it was that whole thing where I'm like, just hit it. Hit it now. Hit it now. And they wait for it to turn around and then it runs. I'm like, why? Why did we wait for it to just shoot it? You know, like, it's like that Seth Green thing, uh, fucking Austin Powers. Just kill it. Just kill it. Why are we waiting for it to turn around so you can tell it, you know, be like, do you know who I am? Boba Fett. Yeah. Good job. Cool. Uh, my, I actually thought the call of sequence was actually the... Return to the Sarlacc pit. Okay. Oh, if like that's not something you obviously see much in Star Wars. Like what? Returning to the something they've <laughs> no, been no, to no, before. No. Like <laughs> getting like with like seeing a ship. Sort of. I thought it was cool. Like seeing the the ship face down into the pit. Like really shows you the scale of the the pit itself. Mm. And then it grabbing onto the ship. Obviously, we've seen big monsters grab onto ships in Star Wars before. I mean, episode uh, Empire Strikes Back, obviously, 
the first time we see something like that. We've had it happen several times since, even Force Awakens with the, the things on the, the Millennium Falcon and stuff like that. But I, I still thought it was a cool sequence and it did have a fan service sort of thing that I did feel like I was like, you know what, actually I'll pay that one because it was cool, which was just seeing the dropping the Sonic, Sonic whatever they're called. I don't actually know, Sonic grenade things. Sonic bomb or um, missile, whatever. But yeah, seeing it dropped into that and then hearing the iconic like sound that it makes, mm. like the, I don't even know, I can't even like really do it. But like, I was like, that's cool. Like way to. They to built do, it up. Like, cool sequence. Well, as well. Like there was a chance that it was dead after Bubba cut a giant through hole through it. Yeah, I got me. I had a little bit of a. I mean, I, you knew it was coming, but still. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things you're like, you know, it's there, you know, it's there, but they, they, they teased it long enough that. It got me, but yeah. Ultimately, the whole like, but I think when we came out of the, when we came back to the present day, I quickly pressed up on the remote. And I was like, "Cool, we got like twelve minutes, fifteen minutes left in the episode, whatever." Not counting credits, I was like, "Wow, mm. the majority of the episode on that flashback sequence," and I feel like not a lot of that was needed. It just felt like. It felt like a lot of that is should have been a 10-minute sequence, and then the rest of it was like, hey, you just do it as a comic book to expand on. Here's what you missed. Like, here's this random other stuff that was happening, if you really want to tell that. But otherwise, I'm like, I don't know. Like, at, at the end of the day, we're going to get to episode seven, and I'm going to be going, you know, this series probably could have been six tighter episodes. Uh, instead, we're going to have seven, because there's been, like, several times throughout these episodes that I've gone, why is this, like, a... 15 minute flashback sequence you know yeah at least for a lot of the um the tuscan stuff ultimately that has now felt necessary because that is to a degree because it's become such a like yeah it was like such a big part of who this new version of boba fett is that they needed to spend that time with them explaining why he has this sort of change of hearts i guess like you know she fennec shan says he's become soft it's not that he's become soft, it's that he just wants to rule in a different sort of way. He says this thing about always like wanting to create his own tribe and whatever else. So all of that's I'm fine with. Three episodes prior, just this episode, I was like, I don't I didn't need all this to, to explain like why Fennec hangs around. I'm like, I don't really need to buy into that. I'm already there. I didn't need as much history. Um and then the present day stuff, obviously we get the sit down dinner with the other the whatever, six other Try uh, like gangs, no, whatever it's like they the are. Three, Is it three, three families. Yeah, yeah, that are around. Oh, that's right, because they mentioned a couple episodes ago. Three families. Well, then there's only three people who respond. So, yeah. Um, the, by the end of the doll, it's just simply they agree to stay neutral, or and or yep. hopefully stay neutral. If yep. um, if, if they the get approached by it? the parks, yeah. The Pikes, yeah. Um, if they get approached by Pikes, to stay neutral, cool, whatever. We get that sort of cool moment of, you know, him flexing his caged monster. I thought that was a cool yeah. little bit, I guess. Um, and then at the end of the episode, I guess the one major thing worth discussing is they, Fennec says, hey, how much money do you have? He says, I've got plenty. I don't know how he has so much money unless at some stage they're going to, like next episode, we do another f- flashback explains that he goes somewhere gets a bunch of cash i don't know if he goes and like goes to the bank says hey i'm boba fat remember all that money that like my dad was getting paid 
to be this clone person. Mm. Like I'm cashing that out now. I don't know if there's like health insurance on his dad or something. Django Fat health insurance or something <laughs> that maybe goes in claims. But yeah, he seems pretty confident on the money he has, credits wise. Mm. Um, and then, you know, says we need help. Fennec says, well, money can buy, credits can buy, help. And then interestingly, the episode plays the Mandalorian theme song mm. or the main Mandalorian cue piece of music, the standout sort of, and that plays through to the credits. So I think obviously, look, I'm going to put now, if Mando doesn't show up next week, I'm going to be angry. Not because I <laughs> want him in the show, but because I feel like Star Wars has up, a yeah. long history of using, especially all of John Williams's Williams, uh, John Williams key pieces of music for characters like Luke, Leia, everyone. Like all throughout the history of the movies, even the new trilogy, even through to episode nine, which I don't like much, but even through to that, always music is used appropriately where cues play, play and they mean something. They always like play mm. at the right times. And if you hear a character theme, it's like appropriate for a reason. So if for some reason they're like, let's just use the Mando song because we'll just tease out just to fuck with the audience. Not about that. Not, not mm. in Star Wars. Music's like always been sort of important to character pieces and stuff. But choosing to believe that, that that's not what they're doing, I'm going to say that, yeah, Mando's showing up next week. They're going to go ask Mando for, for help. Although I don't think he really needs to be brought off. And I don't really want to see him in the show because, again, I feel like he's sort of mourning or whatever yeah. at this point in time. You Dylan, know, like, he just needs a distraction. Maybe. It's, it's depressed after you had to let him go. Yeah. But did you pick up on that or were you like, you didn't realize no, it was didn't. a musical? I didn't realize, you. Yeah. I was more focused, you know, great tracking shot. Zoom out. <laughs> That's what it was. You know, you know the music I mean, though. The, like the yeah. I mean, to be honest, the music, the two themes of these two shows are very similar. So it's easy to mistake one for the other. I think. I mean, hold on. Does Spotify have the book of Boba? Here we go. Song Ludwig. Here's the book of here's the book of Boba Fett. That's got the who or whatever, like that's the key thing. And then yeah. it goes into the whole long da da dum da da dum da da whatever that is. Mandalorian. This one. See? Oh yeah, I completely get it. It doesn't have the No, you're crazy if you don't realise. I'll be perfectly honest, Discord is eating up your audio, so that's fine. <laughs> For listeners at home, you're crazy if you don't realize they sound different. Come on. Anyway, um, yeah, so Mando's next week, I presume. And yeah, how, how, how do you feel about that? Presuming, I'm right. Presuming that cool. the show is not fucking with people. You'd be happy with Jinjang? I mean, if, he, if he's interested in getting some Mandalorian help to fight his war, that'd be cool. Try to fill in the gaps between the two seasons of Mandalorian, then, like, what's he going to do? He might just be happy for anyone, I guess. It's more Fennec, like, hey. Yeah, Fennec's just... I, I, this guy will yeah. help me out. You know, it seemed like Fennec was more going to be doing the... It based, if if you don't include the music cue, you're like, oh, Fennec's just going to hire a bunch of, like, bounty hunters and shit to come. 
Well, I mean, the whole the other takeaway from the flashback stuff is in that conversation that uh, Boba has. He says people like us need a, our own tribe, and I'm like, mm. well, who? People like you, meaning bounty hunters, presumably, right? So yeah. I guess if they want to do like a whole, it's, yeah, it's not too, entirely fan servicey, but a thing that makes sense where it's like, hey, I don't know, go fucking ask Bosk, go ask all these other bounty hunters that are alive that maybe. Go get Cad Bane. I'll be happy. You know, like yeah. I don't know. Like if if that's get all what these bounty hunters do, use unionize and then run this uh, Mos Espa. Yeah, it sounds silly, but that does sound <laughs> it, it honestly seems like a direction the show could go. go. Yeah. So I don't know. Um. Yeah. Any other random things? Well, uh, obviously they're keeping Castanthian around, giving him a pretty beefy segment. Oh, that's right. Yeah, takes out a bunch of those dudes in uh, Jennifer Beals' casino thing. Was just very upset that they were having a good time. Again, don't know if I needed such a long sequence for him. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it, obviously the main goal was to like bring him into the fold, I guess. Uh, and I guess. A part of that was like Jennifer Beale giving like giving a bunch of talking about how much of a great champion he was, fighting in the pits and that kind of stuff, uh, building him up, putting him over, uh, you know. And then you know he did rip off that guy's arm. It's pretty brutal. I was waiting for that. I mean, yeah. it's a Wookie. Go it's rip true. some arm off. Also, whenever you're on Tatooine and you're in like a pub or a club or whatever the hell we're in, someone's got to get their arm ripped off eventually. Just how it works. Chopped off, ripped off, dismembered. Yeah. It's fine. There's no, no blood in Star Wars. Yeah. You can Jennifer Beale's character is interesting. Like, I don't know where she's fitting in completely, but she keeps recurring. So, She's like the casino mob boss. I don't know. I don't, like, know, I don't yeah. know if there's going to be more to her. She like, shows up so much where I'm like, is there actually anything to this character that matters? Or just, mm. there you go. There's someone. Yeah. I uh, think yeah, that's the, whole... the first time Max got, Max River got called. Got called, hey Max, yeah. play. I was like, okay, so it's officially Max. We can confirm. Yes. It's it's not all of us just assuming that it's Max Rebo because all we don't of have to worry about thinking uh, like thinking all aliens look the same. Yeah, all aliens look the same. No, it's officially Max. It's fine. Um, yeah, the the BK thing. I was like, literally, you could have had a scene where Mando does. He's like, I'm just going to show him his, my face on the streets, and then he sees BK and he looks sad, and he's like, Hey, do you need a job? And he's like growls because he doesn't really want to do it but he agrees because he needs a job and that would have done the exact same job rather than a very long sequence to show that he's getting angry i guess over these people making money and he wants to fight at the same time because he's a fucking angry wookie i don't know i was like whatever i didn't need all that but also by that point i was also like this episode thinking about how yeah and i was like by the time i get to there i'm like no all right thank you for joining us for another episode of the podcast a Boba Fett. Please subscribe to Holocon entries for all our other Star Wars shows, including The Mandalorians, uh, which, of course, we talk about The Mandalorian on. Who knows? That could, character should be showing up next week. The Very Bad Batch, officially confirmed season two this year, as mm. of today. 
and much more Star Wars content, of course. Follow all our Twitters by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. Join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. And if you like this and you'd like to tell us, head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support to donate as little as a dollar or set up a monthly recurring payment to support the show. Until next week, drink your fucking sand dune moon moon milk juice. Drink your black melon juice. There you go, black melon juice. You come to crave it. And stay hydrated. Yeah, it's true. You will come to. It'll taste like crap for. It's like uh, it is like drinking coffee. You know, yep. it'll taste like shit at first, and then you'll come to crave it. You're like, you need it every day. Yep, yep. There you go. Same thing.